This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. Do you ever get out in the bush? <laughs> Sorry, my mind went way too much. Yes, I do like getting out into the wilderness, the countryside, but I ain't going near no bush. Well, Miriam Lancewood found the our existence, you know, where, where we live in a sheltered environment, we're clothed, we're fed. <laughs> yeah, by law you're clothed. We? We've got light, fake lighting, artificial lighting, we're heating and cooling, we, um, you know, we, we hunt in a supermarket. Yeah, it's called modern day society, sweetheart. Well, it's, a, it's a yeah. sheltered environment. We're sheltered from hardship. Well, Miriam Lancewood found this existence meaningless and set out to live in nature with her partner, completely off the grid. And Miriam wrote a book about her experience titled Woman in the Wilderness, and she's currently travelling around Australia and joins us on the line. Good morning, Miriam. Good morning. Miriam, you grew up in the Netherlands, a country that is flat and completely crowded. Where did you discover, or when, your desire to live in the remote wilderness? Um, when I came to New Zealand, because it was it's such a beautiful country and full of mountains and and so pure, and there's actually no dangerous animals in New Zealand, so I felt quite safe, actually. Yeah, they are a bit wussy. Would you come and do it in Australia? Would you be scared of our wildlife? Um, y- yes, I think so. Will, <laughs> I will have to learn how to deal with those crocodiles and snakes and... Oh, yeah, sweetheart, you, you don't learn to deal with them. You learn to run very quickly. <laughs> Let me just tell you, that's how we do it in this country. We run. <laughs> but was it easy giving up your house and your comfort and all your possessions to, to go off into the wilderness like that? Uh, yes, in a way it was because I discovered quite early in life that possessions, you know, is a bit of a burden. Imagine um, a car, for instance. You have to look after it. You have to pay for it. If it's broken, you have to repair it. It's much, much easier to live without all that stuff. But was there anything you couldn't give up? It was there, or could you just get rid of everything? Um, yes, we always kept some books. Yeah, we never got rid of those. And somewhere it's still stored in a friend's place, some books, yeah, so we couldn't give that up, no. Well, which I can understand, because I brought my children up in the bush. We built our own house. We had no electricity. We milked a cow. The one thing, you know, living in the bush is great and silent, but you do need that mental stimulation, and that's what you can get from a book. Miriam, what happens to your mind when you do remove your from civilization. Yes, that was our question to start with. So we wanted to find that out. And um, I think you become natural. So you live in a natural place and you become more natural, which means uh, all those anxieties and, and psychological burdens sort of fall away or dissolve, not being solved, but just dissolve. And I found that um, I got some sort of confidence that it's not based on comparison or based on exams or, you know, games or competition. It's sort of an inner confidence. It's like an inner fire. And, yeah, um, yeah that's an inner strength. I can recommend to anyone. So you, do you naturally have the ability to survive in the wild? And do you think that's something that most people inherently have? Or is it some, a skill that you had to learn? 
Yes, I think that um, those things come natural to all of us because humans have lived like this for thousands of years. And so the hunting, the gathering, walking on rough terrain, crossing rivers, uh, lighting fires, all that you merely need to remember rather than learn, in my opinion. Miriam, you grew up as a vegetarian. Have you found hunting uh, and eating meat difficult? It was very, very different because as a vegetarian, my mother never cooked meat and I only started eating meat when I hunted it myself in New Zealand. And, uh, you know, to touch meat is already very different. And to see an animal and actually kill it, uh, that it was quite dramatic and quite a shock for me to, to start with. Definitely, yeah. So do you reckon vegetarians could live in the wilderness? And not have to and not have to hunt animals. Oh, you have to um, bring in supplies, and we also bring in supplies, the basics like flour and rice and that, because in New Zealand there's very little to eat. Uh, you've got tiny little berries. Yeah. If you take absolutely nothing and be vegetarian, you're going to die very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> were, were, were there times when you basically just wanted to give up and return to civilization? Was there times it got too hard? Yes, uh, we got stuck in a hundred year old hut. Um, at some point in in the springtime that was, and it was nothing but rain. And we couldn't go anywhere because the rivers were, were flooded. Yeah. We didn't want to be in that hut at all. It was so dark we couldn't even read a book. And when we went outside in between the showers, um, there was just overrun by sand flies. So uh, that was absolutely dreadful, but we had no choice. We couldn't go out. Had we, um, you know, if a helicopter had landed and taken us home, which we didn't have, um, we would have gone, but we couldn't. You've spent, you're spending like 24 hours alone with your partner. I mean, there's no, no one else to come in contact with. How's that impacted your relationship? We've got a very good relationship, actually, um, as you may guess. Uh, it is also a little bit that you have to look after each other because we're dependent on each other. It's a bit like, um, you know, water in the desert. Then, of course, you've got to look after your bottle of water if you've only got one. Mm. So um, by that dependence, um, you naturally look after each other. So I try not to be grumpy and <laughs> uh, I try to be friendly. And he does the same because, you know, we can't talk to anyone else. I can't ring my friend and say, oh, listen, Peter's been such a... Uh, so difficult this morning and all that. So, um, yeah, we just try our best. And, uh, you know, we don't have any stress out there in the wilderness. So we don't, um, we know financial stress. So there's no conflict to start with. And that makes a big difference, I think. Look, many of us in today's society are addicted to social media, our phones, the TVs. What did you notice about yourself when you came back into society or, or observing other people when we're glued to our devices? Yeah, I think people are very psychologically dependent on their social media. It's quite shocking. I mean, if they have to leave it behind or if something happens and, you know, a big power cut or something, they're going to freak out. But apart from that, what I notice myself when we come with friends in the city, I am also go and watch television and be behind uh, the computer all the time. And then uh, my brain gets uh, activated and I can't sleep at night. And so normally we sleep when it's dark. Yep. So in the winter, that's like 13, 14 hours. But um, of course, with that technology, we keep awake and I get totally sleep deprived. I get very tired and then my personality changes into, you know, a slightly more grumpy version. And uh, I think if only people would sleep more, they would feel a totally different person. Miriam, if there's one thing you could recommend from your experience to all of us, what would it be? Yeah, that would be sleep. 
Well, you're right, because in a modern society, I mean, I know I use it, I'll sleep when I'm dead, is what I tell people. <laughs> yeah, the lack of sleep is going to kill you, so <laughs> you're right there. If you'd like to see Miriam, you can catch her tonight at 7pm alongside Bob Brown um, and Bruce Pascoe at the School of Life's Embracing the Wild event. Tickets are still available at theschooloflife.com. Miriam's book is also available, Woman in the Wilderness, at major booksellers. Miriam, thanks for joining us this morning on Joy. Wake up with Tom and Warren. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.